Welcome to Heritage Fellowship's Sermon of the Week. We hope you're encouraged and challenged as we study the Word of God together. We are the body of Christ, and being that, we feel it when we're apart from one another, as has been the case for two and a half years for me from being here physically with you. But also we sense it and know we're the body when we come together again. And I'm really sensing that this morning. It's just wonderful to be back. I really, really appreciate it here. I share about heritage with other congregations that I relate to. Today we would want to acknowledge what God is doing among us. And so this is going to be a, an acknowledgement of what God is doing apostolically among us. And so to understand that, we want to uh, acknowledge that we basically have, Jesus has sent us with his great commission to go to all the nations, to go into all the world, all the aspects of the world, all the aspects of culture, and to make disciples of the nations, of different ethnic groups, of different kinds of people. But it's the same gospel and the same power of that. In our culture where there's a tendency for the church to look to the power of government or the power of uh, wealth or the power of uh, political associations to get things done, we need to return to the simple power of the gospel. That's what really changes lives. And so the Great Commission is great. It enables us to do what nothing else can do. And to do that, Christ has given us himself. He's actually given us his ability, his anointing. He's not only told us to do it, but it's a co-mission, with mission. He has said, I will be with you to do what I'm asking you to do. And with being with us, he gives us his ability. So let's give attention to a number of pictorial slides that highlight these truths, and then we want to actually enact and acknowledge this truth among us together today. And so we have here the lion that's in our lungs that we were singing about. Uh, this is the kind of kingship, authority, and poise. And so today we are assembled here to acknowledge the apostolic anointing and advancement that God has for us as a body at Heritage. When we acknowledge something, it's not only that we know it, but to acknowledge it is to act according to that knowledge. It's to submit to that knowledge. It's to embrace it as true and real for us. So today we're here to acknowledge what God has done and is doing apostolically among us. The purpose of this then is to recognize the fivefold ministry of Christ. So, anointing is the actual impartation, the very ability 
of Christ himself. Jesus was the human name that our Lord had, but Christ is a title meaning anointing or Messiah. And so the anointing refers to his power and presence among us by the Holy Spirit. In Acts 10.38, it says Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for the Lord was with him. So we have here the authority, we have the ability, we have the unction, we have the wherewithal, we have the confidence, we have the power to do the work he's called us to do. Anointing, when it comes upon us, changes us. Today, we've experienced that here. The anointing, the presence of the Lord, as we praise the Lord, became stronger and stronger, and it's still strong right now as I uh, am experiencing it. But it's, it's the presence of God changes our heart to be like God's heart. We want to do what God wants done. The anointing shapes us to love like he loves. It shapes us to speak like he speaks. It gives us a confidence and a poise and an authority. And with that, it breaks bondages. It breaks the things that keep people from responding to God and makes us willing to yield to how God is at work in us. Anointing takes us beyond knowing. When we acknowledge what is true and we acknowledge his presence and yield to his authority, there's a power there that changes the situations as we were praising that he would do so. So, the evangelist's anointing helps people to respond to the call of God. The teacher anointing helps people to yield and submit to what is true. The apostolic anointing enables us to yield and follow in the direction that he's sending us to go. God is calling people even here today, if you are hearing the Lord speak to you as we, as we go through what's happening here today, that is an apostolic anointing that is saying, this is what I want you to do. It may be near or it may be far, but it's, you're being sent, you're being empowered to move in a direction that accomplishes his will and purpose. So, Christ himself, with all of his power, with all of his anointing, he gave us himself in five different expressions of himself that we call the five-fold ministry. It's, it's really his ability. It's Christ being himself in and through us. And so let's look at each of these and highlight the strengths of it. It's important as we're looking at this, we're not just looking at it as a fact, but we are in a posture today of acknowledging it. We receive this truth as being real in us. <clears throat> now, while we're, we look at this and we think of a person being a prophet, for example, our focus today is not just to think of it somebody else. 
The prophetic anointing is in this body. The teaching anointing is in this as a body. But for some people, it's kind of concentrated, and that person is called by God to express that in a way that equips others to be more so functioning in that anointing. So we have people that are teachers, like myself, that when we teach, we help other people to be teachers. I had the privilege this week of meeting with the teachers from Heritage Christian Academy. We had a time of looking at how learning and teaching takes place. And as we did that, it was very clear God was imparting something to the staff for the coming year. So I was functioning in this anointing to equip them, but it's in every, it's in all of them. And so the point here is we're not focusing on personalities, we're focusing on Christ at work in the body, and we recognize that as it's concentrated in certain members of the body. So we look at the apostle, and this is basically, a, and there are many different understandings of this, so this is just a brief introduction. But basically, this is someone with authority to mobilize and help and bring people to work together and to move together in a certain direction. This anointing causes people to be uh, concerned about the foundations of a ministry, the foundations of the congregation, how things work governmentally, so we can get people working together. They can spot the gifts of people and say, let's, let's put them together and do this together. It's ascending and mobilizing people in a common direction to accomplish some advancement for the kingdom. Um, so this person will have vision for what we can do together. They cause movement to take place and they usually have a broader perspective, like a global perspective. They're thinking nationally and globally. An example of this, of course, in the scripture is our friend, Apostle Paul. The prophet is, again, an authoritative person who has, a, again, a broader perspective usually. While there's a prophetic ministry within the congregation, the person who emerges into this to equip others usually is seeing things from a broader perspective than just the local congregation. And so they declare truth. They are concerned about things being right and righteous. And they are calling for the truth to be applied. So they help us with a plumb line of what is right what is aligned with Christ, and what is not. We can see our friend Peter in this regard. The evangelist is a person with a passion and an ability to communicate the gospel, but also to equip others to communicate the gospel. In the New Testament, we see that this is often associated with signs and wonders, just like the apostolic ministry 
is. And so it's more than, it's more than simply sharing the message, it's imparting the ability to others to share that message. We look for the shepherd ministry, that is, we often say, uh, pastor. This is the anointing of pastor, and there are many, many pastors in this congregation. Many, many people who bring this ability and this anointing to care for people. This is the person who's going to guide people to what nourishes their soul and enables them to walk with that person over the long haul through difficulties and victories. It's personal. It's close. And then we have the teacher, the capacity to explain and highlight things from God's Word in a way that gives a framework for life and application and establishes the principles in their lives. These five ministries work together. The apostolic has the capacity to touch each of those, and if you think of the apostolic being the thumb, the prophet being the finger, the evangelist reaching out, the pastoral care and covenant, and the teacher, the apostle touches each of those. The apostle rallies each of those. And if they all submit to the apostolic perspective or vision, it's powerful what can be accomplished. We have an example of this in a sending of these ministries and how it all adds up in Ephesians 4.16. When these work together, let's read this truth of how it all comes together. Together? From whom the Christ, the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each part, part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. As these work together, we work together. So we have an example of this in Antioch. As the early church was growing, as Paul had come to faith and been transformed by the gospel, and as they were praying and gathered together in the city of Antioch. Let's read about what happened. Together? Now there were prophets and teachers at Antioch in the church that was there. Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were serving the Lord, and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set Barnabas and Paul apart for me for the work which I have called them. Then, when they had fasted, prayed, laid hands on them, they sent them away. So notice 
Here were fivefold ministers, if you will, teachers and prophets. When they were sent, this changed the dynamic of their ministry. The gifts that they brought to it were now being released in a collective way to advance the cause of the gospel into other parts of the world. And so then we read about their journey and how they went from city to city and ministered and so forth until we come to um, the completion of this journey where they returned back to Antioch. And so let's read now what happened at the end of their extended ministry after they had gone out to other ethnic groups and came back again. Together? From there they sailed to Antioch where they had been entrusted to the grace of God for the work that they had accomplished. When they arrived and gathered the church together, they began to report all the things that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And they spent a long time with the disciples. So, sent out, came back, reported, maintaining a relationship in that sending um, congregation, if you will, and they continued then to minister out of what had happened to them out there as they had returned here. Do you see the pattern? An Antioch-type church, this is an example for us of how things have been unfolding here at Heritage. We've sent many people out and have come back. But what we're noting here today is the evident calling on Greg and Debbie as they've been functioning in this way. So that this is not just about them, as it is about them, but it's also about all of us. This is an Antioch-type church. Would you be willing to acknowledge that? How about if we would do it by saying, we are an Antioch church. We are an Antioch church. So Christ again gave this great commission that as we go into all the world, we are to make disciples of all the nations. And we know that The basic prayer is that his kingdom would come, his will would be done in the nations on earth as it is in heaven. Let's declare this is true of us. Together. As you go into all the world, make disciples of all the nations. Your kingdom come, your will be done in the nations on earth as it is in heaven. I'd like to invite uh, Greg and Debbie, if you would come here to uh, join me. Thank you. Thank you. 
as uh, we observe what God has been doing through them, and we're affirming that, we're also looking for that to be increased. Uh, they definitely have a heart and a passion for the nations to be discipled. Uh, their focus has been to equip the leaders who in turn minister and disciple others. Uh, they equip, they train, they encourage, they counsel, they pastor, they host, and they disciple. And over the years, they've been nurturing many relationships that they formed through their ministry before they came to this community. Um, they've mobilized short-term mission trips, which many of you have been a part of. And they, of course, oversee and administer the Global Connect ministry here of the congregation. So their ministry is broader than the congregation, but it is rooted in the congregation and empowers the congregation as well as the other functions that they have. And so we want to acknowledge that. At the same time, we have here at Heritage particularly through the way God has worked through Brother Jim, many connections supernaturally that took place over the years with people in various nations of the world. And so we're stewarding those relationships. And the relationship that is emerging, that is coming here next weekend, that's an example. So next weekend, as Heritage Think Antioch. Think Antioch. We are an Antioch congregation. How might you be receiving and sending those who are coming through? Whatever the Lord's saying that we're to say, let's say it. So, also, I want to affirm you as a congregation the way you have been responsive to the uh, apostolic anointing um, that has been flowing through Greg and Debbie. And also, the Global Connect team that is formed, I'd like to invite you to come and join us as well. So, would all of you who are part of Global Connect team come forward? Uh, yeah, I think that's good. And if you just uh, form a wall of faith behind us, that would be great. What are you seeing?
What are you seeing up here? Community, discipleship, multiplication, multiplication. Gifts. gifts, giftings, teachers, teachers. unity. unity. Again, was that Christ? Yes. Diversity of gifts. See, the goal is to have an apostolic team, and it becomes apostolic when it's sent and, mo- and mobilized for a certain purpose. So I know there are many people that are claiming the title of apostle today. Uh, There are many people who are using the title of apostle freely to honor people, and I I can appreciate that. But the essence of it is, it's a team. It's a body. It's Christ at work through gifts working together. I have a word here from Brother Dale, so let me pull that up. He says... I affirm this action on behalf of the apostolic team and the body at Heritage. We are blessed to have such a gifted couple anointed for such a time as this in our midst. They are well prepared through a life of serving, teaching, and prayer. They carry the DNA to claim the nations for Jesus. May my affirmation and blessing be imparted through these words and my prayers as we commission them to a higher level than they have already reached. In the name of our great high priest and apostle, Jesus Christ, amen. Yeah. So we're blessing Greg and Debbie. We're blessing the team. We're blessing ourselves, if you will. We're receiving the blessing of God in all of these ways. We are an Antioch congregation. And so as we rise up into that identity and embrace it more fully, be alert to how God is calling individuals to serve, to reach the nations in ways that you may not have felt or heard in your heart before. In fact, I would like to call, there are some young people here that God is putting on your heart to be a part of that apostolic thrust and to go into a nation. So we call you forth as you hear his voice, let these people know. As you hear his voice, let say it, acknowledge it, and the anointing will come to do it. Uh, Brother Jim, I'd like to invite you as well as we pray. So our apostolic team 
or oversight team for Heritage would be Jim, Peg, Dale, and myself. So we have two members present, and so we've got enough. <laughs> but we regret we have two members absent, which would make it even richer. Okay. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, you sent your Son. He is the great Apostle. Lord Jesus, we affirm you as the Apostle and head over all things to the church. Holy Spirit, thank you for releasing the anointing of Christ into our midst. We receive Greg and Debbie for what you have formed and shaped them to be. We affirm how you have established them in this place and in your purposes join them with the purposes of this congregation that we're now seeing more and more fully as the years have gone by. We now ask and bless and declare an increase in perspective, in authority, in wisdom, in revelation, in the foundations of the church, in the foundations of mission, in the foundations of ministry, in the foundations of discipleship, in the foundation of worship itself. We ask that you would open the doors that you have purposed for them to go through. We agree with the purposes, the plans, the opportunities that you have purposed for them. We thank you for establishing them more fully with the resources, the teamwork, the favor, the cooperation of government officials, of church leaders, of community leaders, wherever they are to go, we thank you for favor to come upon them to accomplish that. In the face of opposition, we thank you for wisdom, peace, and boldness, and confidence. We affirm an increase of confidence in the midst of obstacles in Jesus' name. Father, for everyone in this team in Global Connect, we thank you for an increase in their capacity to recognize what you are doing in the lives of those around them and calling them into mission. We thank you for the capacity to serve and bless those from other nations 
in the spirit of hospitality, in the spirit of impartation, in the spirit of revelation. We thank you for the prophetic anointing flowing more freely through the team to speak what you would have spoken into the lives of others. We thank you for restoring those who are discouraged, those who are persecuted because of the grace that flows through this team. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for releasing into this congregation the financial resources to reach more nations for your glory. For your glory, that they would be able to worship you with gratitude and praise as we have done here today. In Jesus' name. We receive your calling upon this congregation and an increase of awareness of what it means to be apostolic. Not as a title, but as a function of love and truth. Love and truth. In Jesus' wonderful and precious name, we declare and invite these realities Yes, Lord. To manifest among us. Yes. If I could just invite the elder team to come. And as I share with Greg and Debbie, if you all could just walk and lay hands on the team that's here as an impartation to the team, uh, not just Greg and Debbie, but to this group that is here. Yes. And... Uh, So if you would just uh, lay hands on them as an impartation. And uh, Greg and Debbie, I would say to you, from Peg and myself, we were supernaturally a team the first time we met. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And uh, Shoney's will forever be a place of divine appointment. (laughs) And, uh, And we became team at that moment. We recognized it. We knew it. And we step toward it. And uh, I know Peggy uh, regrets that she's not here today. But, and, uh, but we just acknowledge that. And, uh, and the word that I have is simple. And it's well done in the past, well done now in the present, and a really well done in the future. That... Uh, we are at a new season, and uh, there is a launching forward in the nations that you will lead us into and carry us into with this team, but also the others who are going to join this team. So I encourage you, as Keith did, especially young people, young yes. adults, we need... You're saying yes uh, to this apostolic team in the nations. And so we invite you to talk to Greg and Debbie and, uh, and step into something that is expanding around the world. It's supernatural. You can't explain it. We are a young church in our 25th year. We are a, uh, we're not a large church, but we have a destiny. 
here locally, but we have a destiny to the nations. And that has been us from the beginning. Years ago in the other building, when the Lord said, will you believe me for millions of souls, for millions to be reached by the gospel? Our response, and we were about 40 people, our response was yes. We had no, no idea how that would happen, but God brought Greg and Debbie to be the forerunners of leading us into that vision. And, uh, and it's through not one person, but it's through a network of people and teams of people and those of you here who have participated with Greg and Debbie in mission teams. And it's through this huge network of relationships that God has blessed us with that we are reaching millions around the world. And uh, it's, it's supernatural. It's Christ's work. Yes. It's, it's way beyond us, but it's the work of Christ to obedient servants to which Greg and Debbie are in this team. And so we bless you. The elder team honors you and blesses you. And we recognize this new season of expansion into the nations. We love you, and God bless. And I'd like to invite your response, Greg and Debbie. Um, almost exactly uh, 50 years ago, uh, it was right before Debbie and I got married, and we were both really new Christians, didn't know anything about anything. But we said to the Lord, we will go anywhere, we will do anything as long as we know it's you. And uh, amazing, God heard. <laughs> and and uh, that began a whole life of adventure, but built into us such a, a heart for the nations and seeing something of God's heart to see the uh, the great commit to be a part of seeing the great commission fulfilled uh, in our lifetime, and uh, so we we say again today, we will go anywhere, we will do anything as long as we know it's God. So we put up our antenna <laughs> yeah. uh, to hear from God, and along with all of these guys standing up here with us, and along with you guys, to see what God has for us. And there's such a a sense that we are moving into a new season. Something of God is happening right now. And uh, we want to we be as much a part of that as, as you guys do. Well, I had exactly the same thought. <laughs> I was remembering back when we were engaged. And you guys, I was 18 at that point. And, <laughs> and, and like Greg said, we didn't know anything about anything. We were brand new believers, but in our hearts, we just said yes to the Lord. So I think I would want to challenge and encourage each of you to, to be willing to ask yourself that question. Are you willing to go anywhere? Are you willing to do anything as long as you know that it's God leading you? And I do think God looked down from heaven and said, I heard that, and I'm going to start sending these two on adventures. And we, we were not um, skilled. I was fresh out of high school. Um, but we said yes to the Lord. And God wants to use every one of you 
more than where you are today. Yes. And as you say yes to the Lord, he's going to do it. So we say yes. We continue to say yes. We collectively say yes. And we just say, Lord, more. Yeah. Reaching more people with the gospel. Let's go to the next. There we go. So this is what's happening today. I'd like to briefly also share another word of encouragement to us as we go forward as an Antioch congregation. Let's go ahead. An Antioch community. We just highlighted that we are a community. Before Paul elaborates on the fivefold ministry, the apostolic sending, he first of all comments on how we work together as a community. So this is foundational to what we're doing, and I have a specific thing I'd like to encourage us in. So let's read this passage together. Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, being diligent to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you also were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Notice, as I've highlighted the words, there is one body and one spirit. What would it be like if we each responded to the prompting of the Holy Spirit in how he would have us relate to or minister to or connect with one another? That is the way God has designed our church to function. And so my encouragement is the key to Christian community is when each one of us responds to the Holy Spirit prompting us. And so, what is the benefit of being in community? First of all, community is a blessing to us. It's great to belong. It's great to be a part of something. It's great to be cared for, to be nurtured, and to have the one-on-one -on -one relationships with one another. It helps us to enjoy fellowship and meets that spiritual and social need that we have. Let's fully drink in the blessing of Christian community. A second purpose is that when those outside of the Christian community see how they love one another, they're going to know that the Father sent the Son. They're going to understand the gospel and be open to the power of the gospel because there's something different about those people 
the way they love one another and relate to one another. So, the purpose of Christian community is for us to benefit, but it's also for others to see what it's like. So it's important that we testify and share the stories of how it is a blessing to be a part of Christian community. But there's another dimension, and that is there's this tension now between, hey, let's do things that really make it nice for us, but we, we have to be sensitive to those people that are outside of the community. And so there are times where we're facing the choice, do we do what's best for us or best for them? It's a good tension. And we can bring it into harmony when we focus on how can I do what will help someone else to be fully who God is calling them to be. Instead of what do I get from the community, what can I do to help others become what God's calling them to be? And so, as we fully give ourselves to help others become who they can be, that's when we grow even more fully ourselves. We live in a society, that, and we think of this often as being a consumer society, and often people go to church for what it does for them. Yes, in a measure, but it becomes healthy fullness in our lives when we are actually giving ourselves to help others become fully who they can be. So, the encouragement today is follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit. You don't need a title. You don't need an office. <laughs> you, you, know, you don't need anything but an obedient heart that hears God. For me, I get an impression. I double-check it. Lord, are you saying that I'm to go to this person and say that? I don't fully understand how it all fits together, but yes, I want you to go do that. Then do it. And it will produce good fruit. So, let us follow the Holy Spirit and be led by the Spirit to carry the DNA of who we are into the hearts and lives of many more people. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day to embrace what you are doing in us and through us. We embrace the identity of being an Antioch congregation, we also embrace the power, the ministry of building up others by the prompting of your Holy Spirit. Thank you again for what you have done here in the name of Christ, by the presence of Christ, and for the glory of Christ. Father, Thank you for sending, sending Jesus as the apostle, 
that now has caused us all to move and work together as one body around this world. We thank you again for the Holy Spirit that you have sent to lead us into all the truth and to testify of that which is of Christ. So we pray in his wonderful name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Please join us online at heritagefellowship.us or in person in Jefferson City, Tennessee as we encounter God, touch lives, and impact nations.